What to build? What to build? Oh, come on, Lucy. Wow, you're a builder. You're a maker. You're a... <gasps> I got it! Tool call. Hammer. Hammer. Wrench. Wrench. Drill. Drill. Great job, Kapow. Great job, Kapow. Oh, no, wait, that's me. Great job, Lucy Wow. Oh, brother. Now all we have to do is turn this thing on. Let the show begin! Hello, one and all! It's me, Kapow! The Mechanical Pygmy Goat! Coming to you live from Lucy Wow's barn in Pflugerville. Now, you may know me best as Lucy's sidekick, or perhaps you know me as Pflugerville's expert fish walker. That's right! If you're out of town and you need someone to take your fish for a walk, Kapow is the goat for you! But today, I won't be walking trout. I'll be hosting as we discuss my favorite subject, invention. Now, you may be thinking, why does Kapow love invention so much? Well, my friends, I'll tell you why. I love invention because I was invented. That's right. Every inch of me from my body made of tools to my butt that plays music like a boombox was invented by Lucy Wow. How could I not love inventions when I am one? Inventions are everywhere, and so are inventors. In fact, you might be an inventor yourself and not even know it. Anyone from anywhere can be an inventor. You can start inventing with nothing more than a little bit of imagination and a whole lot of bit of bravery. Which brings us to today's invention. The parachute. Now, I love syrup. But have you ever thought about the first person who saw sticky stuff coming out of a tree and decided to taste it? Or how about the person who dove head first rather than jumped feet first into water? Were they scared they would hurt their face? And who was the first goat to walk a fish? Oh, wait, that was me! It takes bravery to try something new, but has there ever been an invention that took more bravery to test out than a parachute? I don't care how many times you've done the math or how many crash test dummies you've tried. Jumping off something high with nothing but a piece of fabric to slow you down takes a brave goat. Now, it's not 100% clear who the first person or goat was to come up with the idea of the parachute. But the earliest mention of parachutes on record come from Leonardo da Vinci. Ah. Long before planes or helicopters, Leonardo imagined and sketched out a parachute in one of his journals from the 1400s. But he has never tested one out as far as we know. The first person to do that was a Croatian man named Faust Vrancic. Faust constructed a device based on da Vinci's drawings. Vrancic's parachute was made out of local fabric with a wooden frame to help it keep shape. Once it was built, Faust jumped from a Venice tower in 1617 and successfully drifted to the ground. Don't try that at home, kids! Now, Faust had done the parachute jump, but remember, in the 1600s, there were no planes or flying machines, so his creation didn't have much purpose. But then, the hot air balloon became popular. For the first time in history, someone needed a way to get safely to the ground when things went wrong in the sky. The problem with the Da Vinci design, though, was that it was made of a rigid wooden frame to hold its shape. 
and this made it too big to fit in a hot air balloon basket. Frenchman Jean-Pierre Blanchard, a hot air balloon enthusiast, developed the first foldable parachute made from silk. This innovation allowed a balloonist to carry a parachute on their flights. In 1793, Blanchard claimed to have escaped from a hot air balloon that exploded with his folded up parachute. However, there were no witnesses, so he may have been lying. In 1797, Andrew Garneran became the first person to jump with a parachute without a rigid frame with witnesses. But he didn't just do it once. Garneran kept jumping. He even jumped from hot air balloons as high as 8,000 feet in the air for fun. So you might say that Garneran invented skydiving as a hobby. Garneran also designed the first air vent in a parachute intended to reduce oscillations. Or in other words, he designed a parachute that would float smoothly. When opened, the Andrew Garneran parachute resembled a huge umbrella about 30 feet in diameter and was made out of canvas. But for all of his advancements, there was one thing that Garneran never was able to think of. The harness! A harness is part of the parachute that loops over your shoulders and body. Garneron and Blanchard both had to hold on to their parachutes with their bare hands. Talk about holding on for dear life! In 1887, Captain Thomas Baldwin invented the first parachute harness. Now you could wear a parachute on your back in case of emergency. Due to this innovation, by the time planes took to the air, parachutes were ready. <laughs> While all of this was happening, Stanley Switlick owned a company called Canvas Leather Specialty Company that made items like leather hampers, golf bags, and mailbags. However, after Switlick saw his first parachuter, he switched to parachutes. The first parachute company was now making them in a hurry. But with all of these parachutes being made, he needed a way to test them out. So in 1934, Stanley and his friend George Putnam built a 115 foot tall tower on Stanley's farm in Ocean County to use for test jumps. Who did the first public jump from the tower? Well, that was George's wife, the famous pilot, Amelia Earhart. Witnessed by a crowd of reporters and officials from the Army and Navy, she described the descent as loads of fun. So that's right, Amelia Earhart is the mother of parachuting for fun. Because of her, parachuting is now a part of everyday life. We see it on TV, in movies, at sporting events, and air shows. You probably even know someone who has done it. And more importantly, thousands of pilots are alive today because of the parachute. And none of it could have happened if people like Amelia hadn't been brave enough to take a risk. Well, folks, we've come to the end of another Kapow's Power of Invention podcast. Come back tomorrow when I'll be covering more inventors and inventions. And while you're waiting, you do realize there are just a slew of shows that take place in Pflugerville, right? It's true! There's Bobby Wonder, who's trying to protect Pflugerville from Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn, inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat Kapow. Hey, that's me! Lucy goes big, and then she goes bigger! Oh, and if you like strange and spooky stories, you should check out R.L. Stein's Story Club. That's a real winner! I'm in the club, so I get to hear all the stories. And you can too! Keep on the lights, folks! Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or R.L. Stein Story Club, wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll find your way. And don't forget, Friday's Listener Mailbag. If you've got a question about the world of Go Kid Go Shows, Pflugerville, or Lil' Old Me, 
Send it to kapow at gokidgo.com. You might get your question read live on the show. It's very exciting. Have yourself an inventive day. Make something, build something, go big, and then go bigger. Until next time, this is Kapow signing off. Go Kid Go! Go Kid Go! 